0: To a brand new episode of Vagina Slimes. For those who are new around here, my name is Lauren Rose and I run this thing every two weeks on a Friday. Um, so thanks for tuning on in. So these past few episodes um, are Halloween themed. This is a free format show where we just talk about things that we like, In terms of music, movies, TV, and then I play some music as well. So these past few episodes are Halloween related. So I'm playing like darker post-punk or psychedelic horror-ish stuff. And um, I'm trying to kind of like really zone on in on what I'm watching so I can recommend some things. But um, yeah no hidden agenda here literally just doing this to talk to others who also like dope things so welcome um yeah life is good life is okay (laughs) life is fine honestly um i got my ballot in the mail so i'm gonna vote everyone knows to vote here um I don't need to get on a soapbox about it. You know, we all know my feelings, but, um, yeah, just one of those things that you got to do. Um, but yeah, I'm going to stop rambling and get into our first song to set the tone. This is Back to Nature by Fad Gadget. Enjoy.
1: Back to nature Burnin Alright
0: back to nature by fad gadget super good song um all right so we're going to talk about what i've been watching um now this isn't horror related or halloween themed but a few episodes ago i mentioned how i was watching the show um we are who we are which is on hbo and it's directed by luca Guadagnino. um and it's about these kids on an american military base in italy um and it's been really good i i watched the first two episodes i think and then i paused and i kind of just have been binging up until now um but he's just so great at you know, showcasing the nuance of kids and these kids aren't really like anybody else. I mean, they are in a sense, but just the setting and the scenario that they're in is like totally, it's like constricting yet freeing in a way. Um, And I don't know, it was just really good to watch because I got out of my head and it was just, it's something that I've never experienced, you know, that particular life. And, it's been kind of a treat to see these actors um, kind of whirlwind off into their own uh, journeys and expressing their characters and stuff. So it's not like a, like a fast paced um, marketed kind of show. You know, it's it's something that's sleepy. It's call me by your name ask. Um, but. I've really been liking it, so I wanted to mention it. Um, What else have I watched? I'd never seen The Night of the Living Dead from 1968, so I watched that, and that was great. Um, It's about a zombie apocalypse, (laughs) like many movies and TV shows are. Um, But it was kind of strange, I guess, so many movies from that era. I can't, I mean, I haven't seen everything, but I think it's kind of strange to have a man of color being a lead or a co-lead. Um, and it's just, it's funny watching him try to like maneuver around all these uh traumatized white people who are scared of the dead and he's the one kind of taking charge and stuff. And I don't know, I thought it was like, Kind of an interesting uh, lens per se. I mean, it's not his lens, but um, I don't know. I didn't expect it because you know, I watched a lot of movies from the past, and obviously, there there aren't a lot of people of color. Um, and I'm only scraping the surface of like some of the most popular ones. So, um, but yeah, I really enjoyed that. Um, and then I watched two. Back to back horror movies uh, Horror of Dracula From 1958 And then the same Dracula, Christopher Lee In Dracula Has risen from the Grave And that was in 1969 And it's kind of hilarious just to see You know, it's like a sequel Um, I mean, there's a series There's so many different Draculas And stuff um, Throughout history, but Just to see how different the movies are Like in the the late 60s version, you know, they use so many more gels and fog, and there's, like, more boobs, and, like, um, there's more, like, sexuality involved, you know, it's not, like, this hypnotizing, uh, rigid thing that it was that it started out to be. So, I actually prefer the 70s version, because it's just, um, I don't know, I think it's, Aesthetically, it's more pleasing uh, to watch. And there are just some really great stills in it. So I recommend it for sure. But this one show that I've been watching again on HBO called The Vow has really taken me back. It's um, a documentary series about Nexium, which is this self-help organization, which I had heard about, right? Because there's a woman who... Sorry, that's Vivi walking around. Um, a woman from the show Smallville. If you guys remember on the CW, you know, it was popping. Um, I think her name's Allison Mack. And it, it basically, it's a cult, right? Everything's a cult. And it's disguised as self-help. And there are so many different businesses and groups within the organization. And she kind of fell back. I don't know if I want to say fell prey or she worked with this Keith Raniere guy who was the head of the organization and she recruited these women to be in a special secret group kind of in um, revolt of like Trump, Trump winning the election. It sounds really weird when I explain it but it was supposed to be this women empowerment group. And of course it turned into like this sex thing. And uh, the members were branded, literally like an iron uh, cauterizing. I think that, that's the word, um, a scar like right in the pubic area of some of the members. And if you look at the the brand, it's the, cult leader and Allison's initials and it's just a whole mess and the first few episodes aren't really engaging to be honest um but once you get into it like you can't stop so um really important story to track um because cults are everywhere even in plain sight so um yeah that's been a series that i'm still watching and that i really like um okay so i'm gonna play all in your mind by echo and the bunny men and when i come back we'll answer some questions enjoy We'll I that was echo and the bunny men with all in your mind another great track and yeah i've been on this this whole i don't know 80s late 70s 80s uh, grind with my halloween music so i am still planning on making a big halloween playlist probably in this sentiment Um, and I'll upload it probably on Halloween or something, maybe the day before. Um, so you guys can enjoy that. And then I might take a little bit of a break from Beastland just because, you know, it's hard to put out things consistently (laughs) and, um, yeah, I just see a little bit of a break, I think. So, um, I'm going to answer some questions before we end today's show. Um, as always, I take questions on the Slims Instagram through my stories, so I selected a couple today, and if you ever want to submit, just check out the stories and write something. It can be anonymous if you want, um, and yeah, it'll be on air. So, Sarah says, if you had a chance to be born again in another era and place, which would you choose? Oh god, that's hard. Because like obviously any other era, of, you know, before now would be trash for like any person that isn't like, you know, <laughs> straight cis white male, whatever. Um with that aside, I don't know. I would like to be I've been thinking about it a little bit more, like maybe maybe eighties, um, which I never would have said before in the past. Um, you know, maybe born in the early seventies and maybe San Francisco or New York or something. I know it's really basic cause I could choose anywhere else in the world, but I just would like to be at the forefront of some sort of action. Um, of music and all that stuff. I used to say like 40s or something, like the 50s. Even the 60s, too, would be interesting. But actually, this fits in perfectly with another question that I got. Um, Caitlin says, what is your relationship with nostalgia in 2020? Do you find memories fuzzier these days? And I was basically going to say is strange now that I'm getting a little bit older because like I've had moments in my life like when I went to college like the summer back I worked at this thrift store job and I have really like fond memories of it but when I if I were to go back in time and like actually live out that experience like it was pretty shit you know like same thing with high school like I've noticed like as I've gotten back and I'm looking at nostalgia for my personal life, I tend to kind of smooth things over and I don't remember the pain necessarily and everything becomes like a, a lesson or I don't know. Um, but also I feel like we've all kind of been checked, you know, like in 2012 it was the era of like appropriation Um or just, like, commercializing, you know, the hipster things, right? And milking them dry, like, any substance uh, just to fit some sort of, like, aesthetic need. Um, and so I think in 2020, every, everyone's taking, you know, grain of salt with anything And I've kind of given less importance to nostalgia just because we all know how corrupt life actually is. Whereas when when I was a teenager and I was nostalgic for things, it kind of it kept me afloat a little bit because it made me believe that there was something, you know, special about the past. And I don't know. This sounds so doom and gloom. Like, I'm okay, but (laughs) I don't know. At the same time, you know, with the virus, like, we all look back at times, whether it was work or going to festivals or something, and you get nostalgic about that simple fact of, like, being able to go outside and not feel weary about hurting other people or other people hurting you, um, but, you know, it is what it is. I can't, like, wax poetic about it, like, we just gotta move forward and, um learn learn if possible so um yeah if you ever want to submit i'll take more next week or in two weeks rather um but check out the instagram and i'll also post some follow-up clips um from what i'm talking about if you've never seen the things that i've mentioned so yeah uh we're gonna end it with the soft moon this is try. Um, Thanks, guys, for listening, and we will talk right before Halloween, so be safe. Bye.